listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Advent, almost Christmas, and we are so grateful to have some time. We got a chance to sit down and record with Deaconess Kim Biltman about life in Germany during the Christmas season, and we are just excited to share that story today. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Deaconess Kim Biltman serves the Lord in Germany alongside a great team. Kim, welcome back to The Coffee Hour. Thanks. It's good to be here. We are excited to learn about life at Christmas in Germany, Leipzig and Chemnitz, where you serve. So what are some fun historical facts (laughs) that come to mind about uh, the places where you live and serve? For those who don't know a lot about Leipzig, maybe. Let's start with that. Okay. Well, I mean, Johann Sebastian Bach Mm -hmm. (laughs) served the last 27 years of his life in Leipzig. Actually, 300 years ago this year, he moved to Leipzig. So we've been celebrating that all year. And so, yeah, so he wrote, obviously, a lot of wonderful music. And I would say that his Christmas oratorio is the the thing. So <laughs> you can you can see a lot of performances of that in Leipzig during the Christmas season. And uh, yeah, if I, I would compare it maybe to for Americans. It's kind of like Handel's Messiah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like oh. that piece of music that just. You have to hear it at Christmas time, and it's got a lot of sentiment and nostalgia to it. But there's a lot of Americans, I think, that love Handel's Messiah, but do not know Jesus. And I would say the same for Bach's Christmas Oratorio. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And you get to sing this too, don't you? I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it was interesting because last year, my I sing in a, a community choir in Leipzig, and we we actually did Handel's Messiah last year, and I was really excited and we sang it in English and so that was so much fun for me and I barely had to look at the music (laughs) and for the Christmas oratorio it's the opposite all the Germans are just like dropping their books and just singing it because they've sung it their whole lives and I'm over here okay follow along make sure I don't miss anything (laughs) but it's been a lot of fun learning that more and uh, getting to know that piece of music and and enjoying that with the Germans there that's so, so fun. Mm-hmm. What is it like to be able to sing Bach in like the land of Bach? What is <laughs> like, is it like this crazy experience? Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it's kind of indescribable. It, it's just surreal in a way. Yeah. I mean, I remember my first year before I joined the choir, I just went to the Christmas Oratorio at St. Thomas that was sung by the boys choir and the Gavantel's orchestra. And I just, I just remember being so overcome by that just how cool that was so and then the actually the business director of the Gavantel's orchestra is the president of our congregation oh and so (laughs) okay yep and so that next day after I went to the Christmas oratorio I went to their house for lunch and his wife told me about the choir that she sings in that I'm now a member of and invited me to join them and so and I didn't know who the director was or anything about it. I just showed up and then all of a sudden I kind of put the pieces together. I'm like, oh, he he was directing the boys' choir last <laughs> night. <laughs> so, so that was kind of a wild thing and and a fun, fun, fun group to be a part of. So yeah. <laughs> so you've been in Germany for numerous Christmases now. Yeah. You've been serving there for six years. Yeah. So Yeah. What let's start with Advent. Yeah. Is Advent a season that's observed by the community and churches? Oh, yeah. Advent is is like quintessential German. Everyone mm-hmm. celebrates Advent. Huh. I mean, you, you've you heard of Advent calendars, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's like 
a German thing. And it that is like baffling to me because people who have no idea like about the true meaning of Christmas, like Advent is like, it's a thing. And I'm like, I feel like in America only like Christians really know mm-hmm. that even know that word Advent and understand what Advent is. But there it's like, oh, yep, Advent first day of December. We're opening our little door on our count. It's like this countdown to mm-hmm. Christmas. It's not like Advent in the way that we celebrate it in the church, but it's definitely a big thing. And there's Christmas markets that open up usually last week of November. And that's a huge deal. And it's a lot of fun to go to those. So, yeah. And then, of course, we're celebrating it in the church as well mm-hmm. in much the same way yeah. as we do here. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Christmas markets, one of my favorite things. (laughs) So I have only been to the one, that's not true. I've been to the one in Chicago and a smaller one here in the St. Louis area. Oh, okay. But what is a Christmas market like in Leipzig? Like, can you even describe it? It is, I mean, it's just, it's it's magical. (laughs) I can smell it right now. I love going and yeah. Back when our my university Persian class was still meeting face to face in the at the university, then I could go at least once a week. And I still now, you know, try to go down there as much as possible. But I mean it's it spreads through the whole central part of the city. And so there's a couple of different large kind of market squares where they're completely filled with little stands and then but then up and down the different passageways throughout the city, there's stands and yeah, the smells you've got you know, your bratwurst and your glühwein and like so many delicious things that you can try. And oh my word. Yeah. Baked things kind of like it's not funnel cake, but something that kind of smells and tastes like funnel cake. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I don't, there's just so much. It's so fun to go and walk around and see all the hand crafts that mm-hmm. are are made that people buy for gifts for their family and friends. So yeah. I did do a little homework before this. You did. Episode. Okay. okay. Did you eat the food? Is that is that your homework? <laughs> that would have been smart. That would have been smart. <laughs> would have been smart. I, I think I read that there were like over two hundred booths and stalls like throughout Leipzig. Oh, is that? I've, that would not surprise me at all. Yeah. I mean, it's it's huge. Yeah, and there's different like parts of it. So, like there's there's a a Finnish market. Oh, and they do the smoked salmon, which is incredible whoa yeah and then you can get like things from finland there and there is like a a fairy tale land that's directly in front of the opera house and they have like you walk through and you see like different fairy tales portrayed and yeah just yeah it's really really it's huge and yeah you can't see it all in in one night i don't think it's you gotta like do you need someone to come help you? Like, do you need someone to come walk through we Chris Kindle's market with Any time, come on over. Yeah. <laughs> so you said this starts in late November, early December. Mm-hmm. Okay, here in the states, in the past at least, you know, Thanksgiving happened and right. then Christmas season began here. So, is there an official start to the Advent season? Does it start with the church's Advent season, or what defines the beginning of? Advent and the Chris Kindles Markt. Mm-hmm. So that's a good question. Every town is a little different as mm-hmm. far as when their market starts. In Leipzig, it always starts on the Tuesday, the last Tuesday of November. So mm. usually it's a couple of days before Thanksgiving that it starts. But of course, we don't celebrate American Thanksgiving there. So, <laughs> <laughs> And then as far as like the Advent calendars go, those start on December 1st. Mm-hmm. So that I think for most people, that's kind of the 
official start of Advent, but of course in the church, it's it varies depending. Are those on mostly church. chocolate like they are here in the states? I mean, sorry, they're, I that's kind of a traditional thing. But I mean, some of my friends have kind of these really cool homemade ones that are like strung up with yarn and these little t- small burlap sacks, and they can kind of create their own and put mm-hmm. something different oh. in every day for their kids. I love that. Yes. <laughs> and wait, are these just for kids? No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, because Sorry, they, there's there's also beer advent calendar. Yeah, there's wine. I've seen wine ones. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So I've seen cat tree ones too. I don't know how I feel about that. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, literally about anything you can dream up. Mm. Something that you can. It's mainly marking the passage of time leading up to Christmas and giving you some kind of little treat as you await the big day. <laughs> That's so exciting. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So what does Advent look like in the church? I know you said it, it's celebrated pretty much the same way mm-hmm. as here, but what does that look like for you? What are some of the traditions? So usually like our congregation will have some kind of Advent get together to kind of celebrate together. I mean, and, and mainly it's it's worship and and singing different hymns in here a little bit, but oh. not all the same. But last year I... Translated O Come O Come Emmanuel into Farsi. So Ooh. we got to sing that. And and that was already in German, but it's it's a little bit different translation in German. It's not actually like yeah, it's from kind of a different source. So slightly different. But the I used LSB to translate the O Come O Come Emmanuel into Farsi. So it's it's parallel to the English, but not necessarily the German. Usually I try to parallel the German when I do hymns, but in this case I opted for the English because cool. I wasn't gonna go back to that, that was my next question. Yeah. Go straight to Latin, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. We are learning about Christmas in Germany, particularly some of the traditions in Leipzig with our friend Deaconess Kim Biltman. We will continue the conversation in just a moment right here on The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We are looking forward to Christmas with our friend Deaconess Kim Biltman. She serves the Lord in Germany. And so we've talked about Advent. We've talked a little bit about the Chris Kindles marked and um, really created a picture and some smells in my head mm. of what what Chris Kindles marked is like that leads up to Christmas. We've talked a little bit about Advent in the church. All right, now let's bring us to any other traditions leading up to Christmas before we get to like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day that, that really stand out for you? I think we've covered most of them. Okay, because yeah. now I really want the food that we were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Roasted nuts. Mm. Oh, yeah. Now are chestnuts Smell. a thing there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah big time. Yep. So this, <laughs> I'm, I'm like convinced that we have to learn how to roast chestnuts here this year because we've been singing about it for years, but yeah. we never do it here. I tried, I, which market was at last year? And I, I think it might have been in Dresden. And I, I saw this guy and he had this really cool outfit and he was roasting the chestnuts. I was like, I got to get the ch- roasted chestnuts. 
It was okay. <laughs> Did they put anything on them? Like No, it was pretty plain and just kind of like yeah. mealy in my mouth. Like I wasn't uh-huh. real excited about them. I like them. I've had them in meals, like in other food, with mm-hmm. other food, and they're amazing. And I, uh-huh. I was like, oh, I really like chestnuts, but apparently roasted chestnuts are a little different than what I had prepared in my other recipes so i think they're really just a vehicle for other flavors that's my is that your theory my experience so far because so i during the pandemic i started getting hello fresh because i was just like in a rut you know Mm -hmm. didn't want to go to the grocery store i didn't know what to cook anymore so so there were like two really good dishes that we made that were based chestnut based like Mm -hmm. trying to remember one of them was this it was like a vegetarian version of beef wellington oh yeah with like chestnuts and Sweet potatoes and like all, it was amazing. Oh, and wow. camembert cheese. So it was, Ooh. it was so, so good. Yeah. That was like a special Christmas Eve HelloFresh meal that day. And, wow. And another one was like some kind of like ragu, chestnut, like ragu or something. Wow. And it was really good too. So I don't know, but the roasted chestnuts just did not, mm-hmm. did not win me over. Yeah. They kind of have like cinnamon and sugar on them covered with water and cinnamon and, and sugar. Yes, but it was just, yeah. It's a vehicle for know. other flavors. Anything is better with cinnamon <laughs> and sugar and butter. Of course. Okay. Since we're talking about food, let's just make that, that jump into some of the, the local traditions mm-hmm. when it comes to food for like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, my very first Christmas Eve in Germany, I had smoked trout. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. But I found out that's not necessarily everyone's Christmas tradition. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but I think it varies, but goose and mm-hmm. duck are very common Christmas main courses there. So, yeah. And then I think the other interesting, this isn't food related, but it's traditional to wait until Christmas Eve to put up your tree as well. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it's usually done kind of in this, like so that the kids don't see it. Like you, the parents like set it all up and decorate it and put out all the gifts. And then it's like this big reveal and the kids walk in and there's the tree and the gifts and all. That's so cool. Uh-huh. I can't wait for Christmas right now. <laughs> That's interesting though, because in, in American tradition, it's basically like you go to the Christmas tree market the day after Thanksgiving, if not on Thanksgiving <laughs> yep, Day, if they're yep, open and you yeah. put your tree up and then as soon as it's Christmas, like the next day out. you take everything down and it's gone. Yeah. So is how is that? So how does this that work? Is like usually till Epiphany then. So oh, okay. like December 24th to January 6th, you've got your tree up. That's so interesting mm-hmm. that, that that reflects the church tradition, mm-hmm. yeah. even if it's not actual church tradition right? in people's homes. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, Christmas is such a big holiday in Germany. I think it's the most beloved important holiday for everybody in Germany it feels like and in fact so much so that when we go to court hearings with the Persians and when they're trying to get their asylum they are often asked questions about their faith okay so and one of the questions they often ask is you know what is the most important Christian holiday and I mean it's Easter yeah, <laughs> but they, because they live in Germany and they see how big Christmas is celebrated, a lot of times they will say Christmas. Huh. And I'm like, nope. Close. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's important too, but <laughs> but they but they just see how big it is celebrated. There yeah. And what a big deal it is there. So, That's funny. Yeah. And so, and even people that don't really believe in Jesus have... This is just such a big holiday. It's yeah. It's an important holiday for people. So. Okay. So we've got 
We've got some of the food. We've got the tree going up on Christmas Eve. Yeah. What are some of the other cultural or church traditions that happen that that look like they're kind of German specific for you? Hmm. Let's see. Well, one of the things for church is that we we don't just have church Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, but we have the second day of Christmas as well. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So we, yeah. So like this year, I think Christmas Eve is on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. So we'll have church Sunday morning, church Sunday night, church on Monday and church on Tuesday. And then they, they have more celebrating on that day too with Hmm. their family and more extended family maybe on that second day. But yeah, that's because it is such a big holiday. And that's actually with all the high feast days that there's a second day of worship and celebration in Germany. So Pentecost, we have church on Pentecost Monday as well. Oh, Easter, we have church on Easter Monday. Yeah. So. So they dedicate two days to celebrating the high feast. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Uh-huh. That also explains the calendar, why the calendar, why like our American calendars show like Easter Monday. And oh, yeah. That explains There's a There's liturgy lot. for all of those too, yeah. pointing readings and everything mm-hmm. in our, in our liturgies and lectionaries. Hmm. Yep. We're going to. Mark that off as I learned some history today. Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. So Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and the, the second day of Christmas as well. Are there other traditions for the rest of the 12 days of Christmas? Because here at KFU, we celebrate all 12 days all 12 of Christmas. Days. We yes. do. Yes. <laughs> Are there any other traditions or or is it is it just like a, a different mood throughout the, the 12 mm, days of Christmas? Because right, you yeah. said you observe that Christmas is observed mm-hmm. through Epiphany, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, of course. New Year's Eve falls in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. So mm-hmm. there's some weird traditions with <laughs> New Year's Eve, I think. But um, the the biggest one that's very obvious to everyone is the massive amount of fireworks that go off oh. on New Year's Eve. So, okay. Yeah. But there's also, there's a, there's a movie that Germans always have to watch on New Year's Eve that I just don't quite get. It's <laughs> called Dinner for One. But... Yeah, it's you can you can watch it on YouTube if you wanna check it out. I don't I don't quite get the humor or the reason watching it, but it's a thing. And yeah, there's some other stuff with Yeah, those are the main ones I can kinda of think of and talk on yeah. right now. But <laughs> what about then I know we're getting a little ahead of ourselves in, yeah. in the church calendar, but then what happens then on Epiphany? Is there anything special culturally? And, and I, I'm, I'm assuming in the church too for Epiphany. Right. So now mainly we we have, yeah, church and then, but nothing else culturally that is done really in Germany that I'm aware of. They just take all their Christmas trees down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now, you mentioned that when you take the refugees to court for their asylum stuff, yeah. they, they, might think that Christmas is the biggest holiday instead uh-huh, of Easter. Uh-huh. Are there other influences with all of the refugees and immigrants coming in? Are there some influences from other cultures that are that you've observed with with Christmas traditions in Leipzig? I mean, they don't really have any. That's true. That is a fair point. So yeah. for them, it's so new. And then it's celebrated in such a big way that they're like, okay, this is the thing, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah. So one of the families in our church, they're little boy is my godson Mm. and so they had me over one christmas eve and it was they just they cook you know persian food and and we played games and you know so it was just a a nice you know family time and yeah so it was great but i think they're i mean this is a chance for them to kind of develop what what that should look like so i've 
been invited to on the second day of Christmas to some of the Persians' homes where they just wanted to be together. And so we had good Persian food and mm. and sang songs and just hung out. And yeah. It's beautiful. So, yeah. All right. So we've talked a little bit about German foods for Christmas. What are now becoming some Persian food traditions for Christmas for you and those you serve? Oh, man. I don't know if there's any that are particularly just for Christmas, but there's a lot of really good foods they have. So they make, well, rice is a usually a pretty mm-hmm. big part of their mm-hmm. cuisine. And so they, and they usually have uh, saffron rice that goes on the top mm-hmm. of that. And then, and the Afghans have like a whole really amazing rice that they make that's got like all kinds of stuff in it, like carrots and raisins. And I don't know. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what all goes into it, but it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like kebab is a big thing. So they take, you know, it's usually a, a blend of beef and lamb that's minced and then wrapped around like a skewer and then roasted over a fire. That's a pretty big thing. And then a lot of like stewed dishes, gourmet sabsi is kind of one of the favorites from the Persians. And it's like a lot of greens, herbs, all like cut up really small and mm. put into this like stew with beans and lamb. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> just want to eat well, all the food. I just want to order live say, well, we'll feed you German and Persian food. Oh, man. And finish in the market. Yep, exactly. Oh, so good. <laughs> okay. So, so full disclosure, we're recording this while you're here on, on home service. So by the time that we air this, you will be back. I will. In Germany. Yes. So what are you looking forward to now in the Christmas season <laughs> this year now that you've been there a while? And you have some traditions. You, you kind of know the lay of the land. What are you yeah. looking forward to this year? Uh, well, the music mm. and the markets. Those are pretty much big highlight for me. So getting to sing all the, the wonderful German Advent and Christmas hymns. And I need, I'm need. now I'm starting to think what Advent hymn I'm going to translate for this year. So. Oh. <laughs> do you do a new one every year? I, yeah, I tried to do like something at least for each season to kind of build the, yeah, mm-hmm. but obviously it takes time and we're, we are busy, so I can't always, <laughs> but yeah. The fun thing is my Persian teacher is also a musician, so she's a, a big help when I'm trying to get the phrasing, like I, I need to fit it into this meter, but I, there's like the words don't fit. Like, how can I say this better? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to get that translating done before the market's open. I know. I know. (laughs) Maybe, you know, going to the market, getting some glue vines sitting around, we'll have a little inspiration for the songs. (laughs) That is not a bad idea. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah. I love, you know, what I love about Christmas is there, it's like the one time a year where you can just blast music over loudspeakers throughout the country singing about Jesus and you know what I mean like mm-hmm. and people are like okay with that yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah you just hope they hear the message and that it gets into their hearts yeah. and I gather you're having you will be having services in German and Persian yes. as well for yeah. Christmas Eve Christmas mm-hmm. Day so Christmas day. Eve we will most likely be doing a combined service with the children's program. So, oh. yeah, last year was the first time we we did that where we had a mix of children doing the Christmas program together. So Mary was a little Persian girl and then the shepherds were German boys. And it was like a really fun little. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So 
and then Christmas Day will probably be two separate, and then the second day of Christmas will be combined again. So yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. It's yeah, so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I am so thankful that we had this time to learn about Christmas in Germany with you. And just thanks so much for sharing these great stories. And now we're we're all hungry and ready yep. to go to a Chris Kindlesmark to find something good to eat. <laughs> ready to go. Our, okay. guest, <laughs> our guest today, Deaconess Kim Biltman, serving the Lord in Germany. Thanks for being our guest on The Coffee Hour. Happy to be here. Thanks. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.